You know how in sports, sometimes you're throwing a curveball? Well, I'm going to throw you a curveball today, and I'm going to tell you that the secret to scaling your real estate business is not getting more leads, not getting more conversations. Stay tuned. We'll dive in. Welcome to the Real Estate Agent Playbook, helping you win at the game of real estate every day. Here is your host, Jeremy King. What's up, guys? Jeremy Kane, Real Estate Agent Playbook. I am so happy you are here today. Thank you for joining me. Today, we're going to dive into all things scaling your business, even in this type market. But first, please like, comment, subscribe. If you are interested in booking a call with me about anything at all in your real estate business, the Realtor Game Plan call link is below. I would love to sit down and make a game plan and help you win every single day at the game of real estate. So let's get into this one. This is something that absolutely drives me bananas. And we're talking about this market pulling back and you know all of this stuff. And the conversation is always about how can I get more deals, right? How can I find that next client? And it becomes very transactional. The truth is, is that in a harder market, we do have to dial into caring. I get it, right? Survival is just a natural piece of our, of our environment, but we have to you know, make money and we have to do all this. Totally understand. However, if you are thinking about how you can get the next transaction instead of how you can create the next relationship, that is a shift that needs to be made and here's why right that next transaction will lead to one transaction it's a dead end road right you're you're so focused on the transaction you're getting it done you're here you lose the chance for the relationship right maybe you, you say yeah you know you this is a great place to buy and maybe it's not or maybe you know you're just so focused on getting that transaction so that you can pay your bills totally understand there are other options as far as that goes. And maybe we should talk about spending money habits over the last three years when it's been really good. However, if you're dialed in on that next transaction, that next client and not focusing on the relationships that you frame along the way, you're going to be way behind because every relationship in this business should turn into 10 new relationships, not 10 new transactions, but 10 new relationships. If you're scaling at a, you know, one relationship to 10, you will absolutely never have to worry about prospecting or or doing anything again because you're serving those relationships. So it should be, how can I help this market? How can I help these people in this time either understand why it is a good time to buy or maybe prepare for when it is a good time to buy? right? Be a resource. What are we talking about? We're saying, oh, interest rates are high, but it's still an okay time to buy. Why? Why is it a good time to buy? Because. Use the word because. I was at a training yesterday. Because is such a powerful word. It is a great time to buy for you because you are paying rent. Here's what rent is doing. You're actually paying your landlord's mortgage down or you're just paying money into your landlord's bank account if they do not have a mortgage, right? That is helping them get further ahead and bridge the gap between you and them. Well, maybe that is time to buy or you know, hey, I, I'm not sure what my job's going to do, right? I, I 
you know, don't want to be locked into a mortgage because then it affects much more than, you know, my rent to my landlord or, you know, I, I'm staying with my parents for free right now or whatever that may be. Although maybe uncomfortable, it may be the right thing for that person at the time. And you don't know that if you're so focused on getting to that transaction instead of building that relationship, understanding where the value will come. And trust me, it's pretty cool when you know, down the road in 10 months, no matter what the market, they're like, hey, Jeremy, we talked about it. I signed my lease. I did all the things we talked about. We've stayed in touch. Now it's time to buy a home, right? So you're just stacking future, you know, deals or transactions by building a relationship with people along the way. And then those people will immediately attract, right? RAS system, we all know about that. They're going to attract everything they're what they're focusing on. So they're going to have conversations with other people who are looking to buy or maybe do the same thing. And all of a sudden, by the time you've done a transaction with that client, maybe you've done two transactions for somebody that they referred to you. Maybe they were a little further along. And so the relationship is really what we need to focus on. And we need to focus on it from a place of what we can give them, not what they can give us by way of purchasing a home. So when we're really scaling it down, we need to make sure that we are doing everything we possibly can in order to scale up, right? It goes back to that first conversation, that first, you know, aura you put out. Um, and, and once we do that, we're trading literally $10 bill for a $100 bill, right? Building that relationship, understanding what we can do. And this is the way to scale. There's no scaling in one transaction at a time limping along one transaction at a time. Okay, I closed those two. Now I need to go find two more. No, I I took those people on a journey and they're going to bring me two or three or five or 10 more. And then I need to go build some more relationships, right? And if you continue to build relationships, you will eventually see the scaling effect in your real estate business. Now, the next thing we're going to talk about is tech, right? I love talking about tech on this channel. As you know, this one, we're going to talk a little bit differently, right? So your, your relationships, they need to be dumped into a CRM. They need to be managed, right? If you're building these relationships, especially if people are like, hey, I just don't have the means. I cannot afford that higher interest rate. You know, obviously, I know homes will be more, whatever. We need to make sure that those things are noted and their journey is part of the CRM that we use so that you can constantly go back to that. Because if we're building 10, 15, 20, 100 relationships a month, it's going to be hard to remember every single conversation. The CRM can be the house for that, right? Your phone rings, they pop up. You can pull them up on your CRM and see what, you know, where you left the conversation off. Because the last thing you want to do is say the same thing and have the same conversation and waste that time. You must protect your time by keeping track of every single conversation and relationship you have. Myself, I'm very good at remembering, you know, especially when we get into it, kind of where we left off. However, I still use a CRM. So that tech is absolutely key to success, right? And I'm going to tell you right now, all the other tech stuff, you can leave behind CRM, cell phone, computer, if you're struggling, if you're one of those something shiny things where you're trying to pull all this different technology and you're trying to, you know, do all these home tours and you're trying to do all this video editing and all of that stuff, all of that stuff can be outsourced, right? And it's probably, if you outsource it, it's probably going to look way better if a professional is helping you do it than you trying to do the video editing and you doing all the things. And so that kind of goes back to the brand conversation, which, you know, we had in a previous video. So 
let's kind of dive in here. CRMs definitely get that going. Now what happens, right? Now the market shifts and all of a sudden people are like, I need to find more leads. I need to build another pillar. I need to do this. That's all well and good. Make sure that you're doing it within your brand, right? I will tell you right now that, you know, there's so much stuff in the technological world that you can spend a shit ton of money on that's going to serve you zero. So make sure that it fits, right? Is it part of the CRM? Is it part of those relationships? Is it helping us get to where we're going to get to, right? The next part of tech is we probably need to be on social media where the people are that we're building relationships with, right? Let them see and be reminded of your day-to-day. Make sure they're doing all of those, you know, reminded of all of those things, not only through the relationship, but that connection really helps too and helps you stay top of mind. That's why social media is so powerful. Now, with the CRM, uh, automations come and, you know, it happens. Mistakes will be made here, I promise. But mistakes are better in actually conversation starters. As for instance, uh, just this last week, I saw that one of my clients wasn't labeled as a closed seller. She had closed a transaction in December of 2020, I think. Um, so it was a ways back, right? And I just saw it and I was like, oh, I'll just label her a seller. Well, my automations, once someone gets labeled a seller, sends the congratulations we closed email, right? And obviously she wasn't set up for the email and her profile didn't have all the different things in there that filled in. So she sent me a funny note. Good friend of mine wasn't a big deal. She's like, oh, thank you so much, right? And it was just because that automation. So mistakes will happen and understand that those automations, once they're in, it's so much easier if you stay up on the game. Right. If I would have had her dialed in at that time as a close client, she would have gotten that email and everything would have been okay. I think she did. But regardless, like if, you know, changing CRMs and things like that, be careful of your automations. Cause if you're going back through and you're like, okay, this, you know, just updating it, there may be systems on the other side that are automatically sending off. So make sure we're turning those off, but mistakes will be made. Right. I had a conversation with her. She didn't like say, hey, I want to buy another house or anything, but it was cool to connect with her and just say, yeah, sorry, updating CRM user error on the technological side. Um, but that's something to really make sure, you know, because once it's automated, you can't be so you know flippant and just adding and subtracting when it feels good, because if you're doing it right and you're having these campaigns go out specifically for specific parts of a life or a transaction, then you have to understand that that might <laughs> throw a curveball. So full exposure, I totally did that and uh, it, it turned out okay, but I wouldn't recommend you know, getting behind on your CRM once you get into it. Because once you start it, you should work in it. Tasks should be in there. It should be your lifeline. Every day when you open up your computer, boom, what's in my CRM? Let's go. The next thing that's most important for scaling is taking care of yourself. You must have a balance of personal and professional life. This starts with anything you want. I've been doing uh, calendar audits for some of my agents in my downline been life-changing for some of them because I just recently had this epiphany where I was like, okay, I can't do it all anymore. I'm running three or four businesses. I have to figure it out. So I, I switched over to the digital calendar, the Google calendar, and I started living by it. Right. And once you start living by it, then you, you're like, okay, great. And then I was living by my calendar. I didn't have my kids in my calendar, right? I do everything I can for my family, all the things I do. 
this this video for my family. Everything is for my family, but they didn't have any real estate in my calendar, right? And so you have to put that in there. And it has to be obviously, depending on where you're at in your business and how much money you need to make and what your financial setup is with your family, like totally understand, but they need to have some time in there because that's why we're doing this, right? My good buddy and partner, Louis Galt, always says he didn't get into real estate to get divorced, right? Absolutely, your family needs to take priority in your calendar, block off the time, right? Block off some time, not all the time, right? So then it needs to be your business and you need to make sure that stuff's in there. So what we go through in that calendar audit is just like, okay, like, what, what's most important to you? What are your standing meetings? And we can talk about that in a different video. In fact, next week, we're going to dive into it uh, pretty intensely. But make sure that you have that balance. And if you live by your calendar and it's all business, then your whole life's going to be business. And then all of a sudden, you're going to be a slave to your business. You're not going to be happy because you're not fulfilling your why and why you do this, you know, as far as supporting your family and spending time with your family and all the things right? Remember all those realtors that get into real estate for flexible schedules, right? If we're not focusing on that, we're not dedicating and committing to the calendar, then we're going to struggle. So make sure you have that balance because you can get burnout like that in this industry. And that's not what I want. So uh, again, if you want to book a call about, you know, your calendar audit, realtor game plan call below, be happy to dive into that. But that's all I got for you guys today. I hope this helps you understand that scaling your business isn't about leads. It's about getting you right, getting your business in line, setting it up for success. And this is such a great time to do that. As transactions are down, we might have a little more time, especially heading into the winter months, to really dial this in. Because if we dial it in and we get the systems and processes going, scaling when, when the interest rates drop and when things change will absolutely be much easier because it's all system oriented. Boom, plug them into the system. This is what we do. Everyone gets this, everyone gets this, and we're good to go. So I hope that helps. I hope that helps you get organized. And I think that, you know, when we think about scaling, it's just about more, 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 more in, but it's not about getting ourselves ready for more, more, more in. Right. If we're ready to go and we have everything in place, then it'll automatically scale. Right. One relationship equals 10 relationships. Then we're set up. We're ready to go. When the floodgates open, we're going to not only be benefiting from the market change, but we're also going to be benefiting from the relationships that we've built managed and nurtured along the way. So please like, comment, subscribe, share the show, um, and book a call with me. Let's do a calendar audit and let's get you where you need to be. Let's go.